me getting into MIT. Ran out of ice. My dad went out to go get some. Next thing I know, there are two cops at the door. Wanted me to come down and ID the body. We were waiting on him to cut the cake. Lucius Fox did a lot of good for this city. Yeah, so does Stanton. Never stopped until he put the guy who shot my dad behind bars. Any suspects? Well, if you exclude the law-abiding citizens, Gotham, that leaves the other half. There has to be some way to narrow that down. Start with the violent offenders, cross-reference with recent parolees, work release and escapees with whatever biometrics we can get from the security footage. What's up, y'all? This is uh, Nice and Gotham Podcast. You already know what it is. Don't act like you brand new here. And if you are, I hope you took our advice last episode. Watch episode five and go back from one to four. Uh, <laughs> this is the Carefree Black Nerd review over CW and DC Comics Batwoman series starring um, Alice. And I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. You already know who it is. And I'm joined with me, like I am every episode, Sid Davis, one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. Back to do another episode of this this crazy show, man. <sighs> Crazy ain't the word. Yes, yes, y'all. Um, so when you're listening to this episode of Knights in Gotham, when you're watching Batwoman Live, or you're watching on CW or YouTube or wherever you consume your Batwoman media, please use that hashtag KIG pod. Make this a conversation and uh, all that good shit. So episode six, we made it. To episode six. If this is a comic book, it'd be a full trade. So, what are we thinking about episode six? General thoughts. Um, what is this called? I'll be, I'll be judge, I'll be jury. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was like, oh, why is this the name of the episode? And <laughs> as the episode went along, man, I, I like the villain. Okay. But I got, uh, you know, I got a few gripes with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as the look of the villain, I was I was excited. So okay, okay. Yeah, this episode wasn't too bad. Yeah, not at all. It was it was pretty cool. So for season one, episode six, uh, I'll be judge, I'll be jury. A death has got them reeling. Sophie asks Jacob for a special assignment. Alice continues her nefarious plot against the Canes, and Batwoman pays another visit to Mary. I understand that Alice is the villain, but I don't see this as a nefarious plot. I see this as like a revenge thing. Um, I know she's the villain, you know, whatever, but she's not a traditional villain. Like, I'm just about to fuck up Gotham. Like, I have personal reason for fucking with y'all, but I'm going to let that be that. Um, Yeah, so uh, we open up on this white man in a suit. In a gated warehouse, like I don't know where this man was, but uh, I think he was leaving. Like it was a building for sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was a warehouse. Okay, it was a gated warehouse. And uh, a power line falls onto his car. Well, we pan up and see that it's actually somebody who chopped this motherfucker down. Then, okay, I did enjoy this about the show. So. The power line falls on his car. The car is is kind of on fire, electrocuted, whatever. Then the man 
chops off the fire hydrant, which lets water, <laughs> water passing under the car that's filled with charged with electricity going towards this man who's trying to jump a gate and gets electric. Like that was, I, that was interesting. It was, it was, um, why didn't he just go back to the building he came from? I mean, or run in another direction, or so I don't know. I feel like the water was going one way. You could have like cut to the right, but either way, it was an interesting um a look. It was an interesting scene, and I did enjoy that. Um, then we go to this the Crow headquarter at the. What what is this conversation with Kate and uh and Jacob like this? What the fuck is this? Like the the conversation between them, uh, disgusting. Pretty uh, much Beth. Alice. And, well, yeah, Beth. And uh, I'm sorry for not listening to you. Like he, I still don't like Jacob, man. I can't. I don't know why they keep. Yeah, it's they keep bringing this conversation back up as if. It should have been addressed in one scene, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it's like they they do it just to keep the plot going along. So they have those two talking, and then it gets into like I guess a misunderstanding between the two. Mm-hmm. And then maybe part ways, and then they come back together again, and they're talking about it once more. And it's like just get it out already. Yeah, I don't I don't like it, and I'm even okay with a continual conversation. But we're having the same conversation. It's not like, okay, new information now. My mind is, I don't know. I I don't like Jacob. And I think that's getting in the way of me perceiving this scene like maybe I need to. Um, one thing I do like, which is very Power Rangers of this show, Kate is wearing her Batwoman color. She got the, the blood red hoodie under the, uh, the leather biker jacket. So I do like that. Um, it's kind of like a slap in the face to her dad, too. Like, yeah, nigga, it's me. I'm Batwoman. Um, oh, really quick. I completely forgot. So the the rating MVP poll uh, from the last live tweet, uh, I threw up Kate, Mary, Alice, uh, and Sophie. And Sophie is in the lead with zero. <laughs> um, Kate has a solid 33, Mary has 58%, and Alice has an 8%. And I'm okay with that ranking. Alice is a favorite, but if anybody's going to beat Alice, I'm I'm good with it being Mary. She, yeah. Yeah, she, she the real deal. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. So, y'all, when you live tweet, uh, be sure to follow us both. The links will be in the show notes. There will be a poll at the end of every live tweet. I don't like Jacob. Um, this news report that we get, well, him, Sophie, and uh, Kate get, which is about the man who was murdered, who we just saw. It, I'm okay with that because uh, this is a short show, so we got to kind of get through a lot. But we find out that we pretty much got a serial killer on our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, they name dropped Joker, Jack Napier. James Napier. Uh, no, nah, not James. Uh, Jack Nathan. Yes. Uh, I was. I started smiling, bro, real big. Yes. Because I was like, I think this is based on '89's Batman. Mm-hmm. And it, it does make sense because in Crisis, or what they're getting ready to do with Crisis, when they introduce Batman, they're gonna introduce him as an older Bruce Wayne. Okay. Okay. And 
I saw a couple of production pictures, production stills. Mm-hmm. In the background, it's, it's the actor that's playing the older Bruce Wayne in yeah. the Batman suit. And in the background, you see a newspaper article of uh, Bruce Wayne when he was younger. Okay. It's Michael Keaton. Mm. Mm. So that, I was like, oh, shit. This is based on 89's Batman, basically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, I like that name drop. Yeah. Oh, I, as somebody who knows of Joker as Jack Napier from the White Knight series, I didn't know Joker as Jack Napier in any other iteration. So that had my ears turned up. And that's 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 one of the things that I... I'm so excited for is when you name drop or you put in these Easter eggs that comic um, collectors or readers will identify with. But mm-hmm. anybody else is probably just a name and that's fine. But oh, I that threw me off guard a little bit. I'm like Jack Apia, Joker. So, like what? So like, look, what are y'all doing mentioning him at all? But yes. I thought that was dope. And if he's in here, what? What iteration of him are we getting? You know, we already mentioned uh, Arkham Asylum with Mouse. So, you know, is he there too? You know, is Harley Harleen Quinzel? Is she Harley Quinn or is she Doctor? Like, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Jacob get to yelling about uh, vigilantes and you know how we can handle our own crazies and all this other shit. I'm just like, man. First of all, fuck you, and I'm sick of him and Sophie. I don't, I don't need to see them together again. Like, is is that your daughter or? Yeah, he treated that girl like that, that's his own, bro. Like, you give <sighs> Sophie the special treatment as if. Yeah, <laughs> she's the favorite. And damn. Yeah, it just is. What it, I mean, I'm whatever. I'm okay with it. I just I'm not a fan of. Um, I guess I'm not a fan of Sophie because that's not ugh, whatever. I don't like Jacob. That's what it is, and I'm really trying to not let that affect my viewing experience. But I don't like him. Period. Um, yeah. So we get to Alice and Johnny, and I mentioned this on Twitter, but I don't see anything wrong with Johnny's face. Like clearly, there's the like Deadpool aesthetic on the left hand side, but it. It doesn't feel as gruesome as they're trying to make it seem to me. Now it could be, but uh, it seems like the makeup change. Mm-hmm. Okay, bit, like from the episode before, like at the end of it. Yeah, in episode five, when you see his face up close, if you look like real close, mm-hmm. you can see the damage on his face. And in episode six, it looked like the makeup changed a little bit. Like okay. it wasn't as gruesome as episode five. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. Mm, well, I don't uh, really care for him either. He, yeah, he's he's a bit much. Um, Alice puts this mask on him, and then she puts this lace front on him, and he. I do like that part because if they're going to continue to do this with him, like throughout the season. And have him impersonate different people. I'm okay with that. Um, I think that was a very smart way to establish this character. Because I don't know, is he is he a real, um, is he a character in DC Comics? He is a real character. Now, I, okay, I like the whole impersonating someone else's voice. Okay. I think that is dope. Mm-hmm. But it's just, 
I don't know. Maybe it's something about him in this shot. I don't believe. Really, mm-hmm. I just don't care for him that much. Maybe it's because Alice just took <laughs> yeah. the hell over. It's the Alice show. Too. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I really don't want to see an accomplice with her. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. I feel like he needs to bring something more uh, because there's a lot of stuff that he said and did, especially towards the end, that felt like it wasn't earned. Um, I get that you can explain him being in Arkham Asylum. That's why he hasn't been around. But I get what you're saying, and I, I agree. Something about him, I have to, I have to see more of him um, for me to really love him. Because he he seems off, like he seems like he's either not all there mentally, or he there's something something that's even. You know, there, man. There's yeah. One scene in there where you you know a scene I'm yeah. probably getting at, but mm-hmm. I for a fact he's not all the way there. Yeah, and that that scares me, which probably is a good thing for the show, but it scares me because. He's so unpredictable, even more so than Alice. He don't have no ties to nobody except for her. So this motherfucker could go off and just burn the whole place to the ground. Like, he could be the next big bad hell. So, I don't know. Fuck him. I'll say that much. Um, Who was the guy he impersonated? Now, was he... He was a scientist at Hawthorne... Is it Hawthorne or Hamilton? Hamilton Technologies or something. Um... I think what I like most about him is what I like about Grace over on Black Lightning because their powers are so similar. Um, I like seeing somebody who's a bit more in control and it makes sense with the show that they would have him mimic voices because that's easy. That's a cheap power to duplicate and to impersonate other people. I guess as long as they're, I don't know what, 5'9", 120-pound white men, then you got it. But um, Yeah. I'm it's, I'm interested to see how far could they possibly go. Like if they have him impersonate a black person or a Mexican uh, or somebody who's like visibly not the same as him, that's going to be kind of odd. But I'm willing to see how far they're going to push his powers. Um, yeah. So we go to uh, Wayne Tower Enterprise where Luke is shucking and jiving for his white woman. Um, I had no issue with him this episode. Really it's not, <laughs> not really. Not as usual. Okay, okay, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, what I'm not fine with is that his dad is dead. Did I miss that? I I don't know where the hell that came from. Okay, well, hold up. Like I know Lucius Fox does die at some point, mm-hmm. but. The way they just threw it up in here, man. It was yeah. Just jarring as well. Like, this, like what? Yeah. This is my issue with this show because if 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 Lucius has been dead this whole time, what was it? Maybe episode two where Kate and Luke were having the conversation, and she was like, "Yeah, Lucius Fox could do whatever, whatever she says." It's like, maybe that should have came up in that episode. Maybe not in that scene, but that should have right. came up before. Like, if. If his father recently died, well, three years ago, but recently died, I'm okay 
with using that to explain away his behavior. Like, I'm here at Wayne Enterprises. I don't really want to be here, but because my father passed and this was something he loved, I'm trying to be close to Batman. So that would, for me, explain that he doesn't have have it all together, that he's not perfect security guard. He's not perfect um, guy in, guy behind the computer. But yeah, this came out of nowhere, man. I was very confused. So I was, I mean, same here because I, I didn't understand it. And I'm like, okay, Batman's disappearing. Yeah. Uh, we still don't have answers to that clearly, but we can kind of question what happened. Uh-huh. And Lucius Fox was mentioned, what, once or twice before it is or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that, oh, my father's dead, blah, blah, blah. Is that in the third one? What the, where is this coming from? <laughs> mm-hmm. And the night of graduation, like I don't know. Um, like that whole story, I'm like, I don't know about all of that, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I, okay, I was. I'm very conflicted because I like Luke, just off the strength of him being black, and I do like like him on the show when he when they get him right, they get him right. But when more times than not, they I feel like they're they're fucking him over. Or making him into a character that he is not. And I'm, I'm okay with that because every iteration don't have to be the same. But I guess because I've never had a parent murdered or even a family member murdered, some of his, some of his issues or some of his grievances in the episode had me taken aback and i don't want to group all black people because we're not we don't exist in a vacuum we don't all feel and think the same things but i was like and if we get to it but if somebody i don't i just you i just feel like him his response to the um kind of development was warranted, but once you're presented with new information, it's like you can't really still think this way. Like I'm giving you, I don't know, man. Whatever. We we we'll get to a shit. Um, yeah. So this uh black man, who's the second black person to show up on this damn show, um, apparently is a murderer. Chris, is that a, a character in the comics? The what was his I, name? I don't know for sure. Well, either way, they found a black man who uh whooped this uh somebody's ass in the courtroom. Who was that? Was that the lawyer? But he hopped on that motherfucker and he whooped <laughs> their ass like he that they did that. I, I have my thoughts, but they did that with that motherfucker. <laughs> um. Who he was the person who apparently killed uh, Lucius Fox, right? So, I mean, what what we thinking about token black I man? I've never heard of. I don't think I heard of him before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta go back and look, but I mean, I do like that scene. I thought it was to me. It was kind of funny because I'm like, God damn, like it was almost like watching a, a, a episode of like. Law and Order, or yeah, or whatever. Honestly, Wayne. yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't having that shit. He was uh, taking all you niggas down, um, and that was cool. But the optics, I'm always gonna be one who's big on the way shit looks, and 
I mean, this they show do what you want, but that man could have easily been white, Asian, uh, Pacific Islander, Irish, any number of things. Like making him black, I I guess my concern is because there's not enough black people on the show. When they do show up, you have to be very conscious of the way that looks, and that we got Sophie who is whatever, and we have Luke. But then when this other black person comes up, he's a criminal or a suspected criminal. Like, he, his whole arc is him being imprisoned for doing a crime. Even if it comes out, oh, he didn't do it or did whatever, this is still the this is still the way you're positioning this black person on this show. So that's my concern. Yeah. That's my concern. Um, Wouldn't be the first time they did it. So that's why I don't even try to... I don't even be trying to bug out or trip over stuff mm-hmm. like that no more. I'm like, you know what? They've been trying to depict us a certain way on screen for forever. So, ah oh, man, uh, uh, yeah, same thing on all these other CW shows. So I probably should be used to it by now. Um, but really quick, did I hear Luke say that the executioner was spotted in West Harlem? Yeah. So is Gotham, New York, or is West Harlem, just a black neighborhood in uh, predominantly Gotham? black neighborhood, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, but we're still in Gotham. We're not in New York. But we're, we're yeah, we're in Gotham. Like, and you know, always in my head growing up, when I picture Gotham or when I think of Gotham, mm-hmm. I always picture and I'm like, okay, the streets of New York. Yeah, me too. Just because how rough and rugged it is and. Then when you get to the the business district, it looks all uppity and and mm-hmm. Sax uh, Fifth and Avenue, whatever. I've always pictured when I thought of Gotham, I always looked at, I always pictured New York in my head. Yeah, no, no, same. Um, yeah, same. So that's I was like, I don't understand. Well, I don't know, but they mentioned it so quickly that it wasn't. I don't think they focused on it. I figured, okay, Harlem is coded for anybody as black. Like, there's no way that you think of Harlem and you don't think, oh, this is black, even if you're a white person. Even with gentrified Harlem, I would still black think, folks. yeah, I Cubans think black. and Dominicans mixed with black. Mm-hmm. All well, they're in West Harlem, hell. Uh, so they show up and <sighs> there's a, what did I say? There is... Crow, uh, Crow agents showing up to the scene, and they're decked out with. Well, I can't tell the difference between Crow and Gotham uh, City Police Department. I don't know. I don't know why we don't get more Gotham PD, but they're all just a bunch of white guys. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. They. This is what's funny to me because uh, they they get the call. Crows. They get this call and. Jacob says he's like, well, I don't care if it's out of our our jurisdiction. But and I'm like, we, <laughs> you're the only set of the closest thing to like peace officers that we've seen since the show started. Yeah. I'm like, and so when he says that, I'm like, y'all can't really do that because if you're trying to, um, you know, stop uh, alleviate a crime or yeah. whatever, you can get arrested and go to jail for that so mm-hmm. what are you talking about Leo? i don't care if it's crossing our jurisdiction like that sounds crazy that sounds like a vigilante the same shit that you hate yeah, that's so much what I'm saying. so i'm like hey 
Hey. Come on, writers. I don't know. This shit is weird. Um, I ain't never heard a cop say that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Batwoman walks into this place, this warehouse where people are being tortured. And I knew what this was. Like before they showed, but it was right before they showed it. And uh, Sophie, with her good smart ass, walks in there without a bulletproof vest, I'm sure, and a gun. And um, they find out that this is a recording. This is like recorded moans and shouts. And uh, homeboy from Gotham City PD comes through the other way. Door opens. He hits a tripwire or a laser or something, and these guns go off and shoot shoot this motherfucker dead. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, do the police department exist just to get kind of shot at? Like, what, what's the point? You know? I don't know. When I saw him get capped, like, I was like, okay, well, damn, it's over for him. We ain't seeing him no more. Man, say, he, yeah. I thought, I thought he was going to play, that officer in particular, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be in a few more episodes. Same. <laughs> <laughs> they just off. Yeah. Like, okay. Whatever. Mm, 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 mm. Like, you know, Sophie. Fuck her, man. Well, no. Let me not say that. So Sophie gets shot, and she's down for the count. And it's unfortunate, but also like, what are you doing? Like, out of all these crow agents that we have, out of all of the skill levels and whatever else, you run like. If you're so upset with Batwoman, why do you run up right behind her and do the very same thing she's doing? You have a whole fleet of Crow agents who are there to assist. But yeah, you go off and do the same shit she's doing. You being disobedient or being a vigilante in your own right. Like, nosy as hell. Man, say. You. So she gets nosy. shot, and while she's blacking out because that happens, she's like, oh, thanks, Batwoman. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. She said, thanks, Kate. Yes. Oh, shit. There we go. Ah, there go my face. But, yeah, even still, I'm like, fam, what oh, do you... Man, how the fuck? Like, where... Okay, and now the secret's out. Now does she... How does she know? She's educated, guess, but still, right? But what I'm trying to understand is, once you now know who Batwoman is, what does it matter? Like, what are you doing? I don't... I don't get the point of going through all this detective work to find out if Kate is Batwoman because now that you know, what is the next step? What do you hope to accomplish? Yeah. Why are we, why does it... You made it seem like you didn't care to prior events, so it's like, what's your point mm-hmm. investigating? I, yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, you don't want to be with her romantically, fine. You don't, like, I don't, I haven't seen anything from them, and this may be just the fault of the show and not necessarily Sophie herself, but I haven't seen anything between her and Kate that made me feel like they were friends. Like, we didn't get a flashback where they hung out. We All we got was them kissing against the wall and then signing things, I will not be gay papers. Like, I don't, I, I don't buy them as friends. So um, seen her husband yet. That too, we have a missing white man on the loose, and we don't know where he is. You know, shit, is he dead? Fuck is he? Um, could be a big man. I could be, but shit, the show is really fucking up. They're dropping the ball with this shit. Don't introduce him, and then you could have just not had her have a husband. Just 
just don't let her have a husband. Just let her be DL or committed to the I'm not with you shit. Like you don't. She didn't need a husband. Right. Um. So yeah, so we have a Batwoman who drops off Sophie at Mary's, and my favorite line of this movie movie of this episode is, "Why did you drop her off here? She has insurance. <laughs> like she can afford <laughs> to go to the hospital." Or she's like, "She had good insurance." And I was like. This is horrible. This is where we are. But yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, what else? Let me see where we at. So yeah, Batwoman drops her off. I Batwoman changing her voice with this little machine and she she trying to she trying to tap into her inner Christian Bale, man. I don't like that. That's silly as hell. <laughs> Just <sighs> see is. It's annoying when she does it. It's funny as hell when Christian Bell was doing it as yeah. Batman. To me, it was funny. Yeah. With her doing it, it's just like, all right, we see what you're doing here. And then plus, it's lame and annoying. Changing your voice. Yeah. Um, Gotham sucks. So she drops her off, and Mary's like, man, she got insurance. Why the fuck you drop her off here? And she handcuffs her to the bed. I would be sick and tired of bad woman just busting in this motherfucker, just dropping bitches off to me. Like, what if I got my own patience? I'm, this is a seedy hole in the wall, and you drop off some more nurses, motherfucker. Don't just be dropping off dead, sick people. Um, so that's that. Uh, we get Johnny Mouse, a.k.a. Mystique, who walks into Hamilton Technologies, and... Uh, Gets through the facial recognition, walks in through the lab, and is met with Catherine and a few other scientists, I assume. And they clap up for this nigga. And I said this on Twitter, but you tell me if I'm just reaching. But Catherine reminds me of Robin Givens. Like the older, for something about, not the way she, we're two different races. Hmm? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but it's something about her. I don't know if it's, like, the way they have her dressed and carrying herself, but I feel like Robin Givens could play this role, and it would be exactly the same. I feel like it's... I gotta look at that again since you said that, because now I'm picturing it, and I I see what you're saying. I don't don't know what it is. I can't even really put my finger on it, but it's something about this actress and the way she's portraying Catherine that makes me feel like Robin Givens could do... Like, they just... She just put me in the mind of her, so I don't know. Maybe from that uh that law firm short they had back in the like early early two thousands. Uh yeah, so that happens. And Johnny discovers what the real Ben, I think, was working on, which was that super weapon that Alice wants from Catherine, which is something that could pierce the Batman suit. Am I right? Yeah, it's almost like is so it's like a gun basically that could pierce through the suit. But didn't we just deal with this? Episode three with um so Tommy Elliott. I hush. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't So it's I, like they're reusing plot points again. You could have made this be the bullet shit that can go through her uniform and do something else for Hush because that doesn't make it like you're you're why are you giving me the same 
this loses its theme because we've already seen it before. They could have given us Tommy Elliott or, or Hush um, in a later part of the season. Yes. They, Hush could have been a big bad, if anything. It could have yeah, been something. Uh, you're reusing the Batman character for Batwoman. That's whatever. You yeah. know, they always do that shit, but I wouldn't have minded because I'm like, damn, that's one of my favorite villains. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see Hush instead of being just a one-off villain. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what. So basically, we're getting a reused plot point from and, episode three, and it's not effective. I mean, it is because I get that. Oh, this is a big problem, but it's not effective because you've already done this with a lesser villain. Not that he's a lesser one, but you he he was only here for one episode. Like that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Catherine has been here this whole time, so. <sighs> I don't know, man. That that was that was very upsetting for me because I feel like you they could have done much better. They could have tried harder. Um, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see if they use it a third time. Hell, but Luke and Kate are talking about the deaths, the the executioner, the um, patterns, uh, and so they kind of do this bit of detective work to figure out what the executioner is going to do, what his pattern is, who is he, you know, targeting, which I always like that no matter what type of show, be it Law and Order, be it some damn comic book shit, or be it fucking Dora the Explorer, I always like when you take the time to have us try to uncover the shit. Now, they didn't do a exceptional job with this, but I like seeing that. I like seeing characters figure shit out. And they uh, they figure out that there is the the executioner is killing people in the way that Gotham used to kill people when they had capital punishment, and so they know that next up will be the gas chamber. So, what what how are we feeling about this? <laughs> I was you know, man, I wasn't sure what to expect or how they were gonna bring him up or introduce the way he does things. I'm mm-hmm. glad they did it this way. And of course it gets a hell of a lot deeper in this episode, which surprised me even more. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was like, okay, we might have something here. Yeah. This could be a villain. This, I'm basically waiting for that one villain besides mm-hmm. Alice huh. to carry on the entire season. And I'm thinking that the executioner would have been that villain. Yeah. So, uh, based off of his 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 way of killing, how he does it, I'm like, okay, this is it right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was all in. Yeah. I like him. Um, I feel like we're burning through a lot of villains pretty quickly, and I know you can just create people, and I know there are people in established continuities, but it feels like we're going through like the villain of the week in a way that this man, the executioner has so much substance where it's not yeah. just the, Oh, not to say the Riddler ain't shit. Cause I'm not, not shitting on the Riddler, but like where the Riddler can come in and do some shit for a week and then you lock him up. This man feels like a Punisher meets Bane on steroids. Like he has enough content. Shit up, bro. Like this, and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. this is somebody 
to be, you know, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, not anymore. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> so we get, uh, so they decide, they discover that, you know, he's the next step would be the gas chamber and this in a particular type of gas that they use to kill people. Um, it's housed in a specific place and it's only like three vials of it or some shit like that. So Batwoman goes to this warehouse. And again, I am hyper aware when black people are on screen, there is a black man who's a security guard. That kind of, yeah. I wouldn't, like I said, like I said, you know, a lot of the stuff doesn't bother me as much, but this scene right here, man. Yeah. (laughs) Bothered the hell out of me. (sighs) It it turned into something very silly. Yeah. Almost to the point where the security guard, this black security guard was flirting with that woman like mm-hmm. in a sense kind of ask her out on a date i'm like what the fuck like, what is this yeah that was i'm with you i think it, it, it was played for comedy in a way that it should not have been this wow. is not um i want to say supergirl but i don't watch that so that would be inaccurate this isn't guardians of the galaxy this isn't uh avengers this isn't like Let's. I mean, I get the comedic part of it, but in that instance, I don't know, man. I'm glad that brother got a check, but if if anything, they could have used him as like a uh, a part of the plot. Like he could have assisted her in a certain part of the warehouse or yes. something like that. Kind of, she could have coerced him into like, "Hey, I need your help." He was excited to see her. Yes. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, he's going to volunteer to help her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's going to be cool with that. But they just played this shit for, like, silliness, goofiness. I'm like, bro, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 that's what I don't like. Like you said, I think what you um, suggested would have been perfect if it would have been like, you know, he's apprehensive about helping her. But then he's like, you know what, how many times am I going to get a chance to work with Batwoman? You know, and like and that. I've been thinking about this superhero thing myself, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it just turned into something real silly. I'm like, all right, bro. Mm-hmm. This shit. <laughs> I could see. I could see if this was like Spider Man or something. Yeah. Like, okay, like Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. There is, I don't know if that is the scene in the original cut of the movie. I don't know, but he beats down some bad guys, and then three cops show up. Hmm. Yeah, he starts cracking jokes. Yeah, see that works for Spider-Man, but um, not come on, man. Yeah, that that, he is more serious. It's dark. It's especially when you're knees deep in a series of scenes that are very serious. These aren't. Mm -hmm. This ain't like the beginning of the episode or the end of it where we can get a little bit of jokes in. I just feel like they. Wasted that. I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, I'm with you. It was um odd to say the least because we'll probably never see that man again. Like, nope, you got your check though, brother. So spend it wisely. Hell, uh, so that happens. We get the black guy from the courtroom who is running, he's running his ass off. I forget how this happened. Did he escape jail? How is he out? Escape. Well, he's he's running out, and um, you know, Luke ain't got shit for him. Like, you know, people gonna sleep easier. He 
that nigga got locked up, whatever. Um, I think at this point we're to assume that that black guy is the executioner. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But while, while Luke and Kate are talking, and she's in Batwoman, are talking, she's walking <laughs> through the... Uh, through the the warehouse uh she has the nitrogen gas whatever there is a car that i can hear coming a mile away i can i know i'm the audience member but i can hear this car loud as shit mm-hmm. i is there no bat sense no spidey sense for batwoman <laughs> man let me look the, the plot gets a lot sillier as this goes on. But that goddamn vehicle, I could hear that shit. I could hear it. This man... I said, something's about to happen. I don't know what it is, but something's about to go down. This is stupid. She didn't have no battering, no grappling hook or nothing. This, this man, the executioner, slams straight through this door, this garage door, knocks Kate the fuck out. She gets that knocked truck. out so fucking much in this show. It is annoying as it. Quit getting yeah, your ass no beat. Mm. Ain't no way you getting hit with a Mack truck that big, and you roll on the ground, and then you quickly kind of get up and like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you, like you hurt, but you good. Ain't no way. See, and. For me, the fact that this is not the first time her ass has been knocked out or unconscious for a second or whatever, I think, and I hope this is not sexist. If so, y'all call me out on it. But it feels like she should be a bit more aware of herself. What am I trying to say? Like, does she need some type of backup? Because when you're out there on your own, yeah, you can talk to Luke, but you don't have any additional muscle. And this is not the first time that you've been knocked out. And so easily, and not to say that anybody could fight a truck or that Batman would even survive that, but there are so many things that could go wrong that Batwoman, I don't want to say she's cocky because I don't want to, I don't want to repeat the, the issues that other people have with her who is just because she's a woman. In my head, I'm thinking, what happens if somebody knock your ass out and, like, that's it? Like, Alice has changed you up before. I mean, you've done the same to her, but people have gotten the better of you. And you're a small girl, or woman, rather. Oh, that sounds so sexist. I got to walk this back because I'm not trying to come up. But something about her getting her ass knocked down so many times. That's what's bothering me. Like, there's you ain't got no Robin. You ain't got no like stuff. Like, like, like right now, I don't. I see what you're saying, but I don't have much of an issue with it. Okay. I would, I would rather for her to keep getting knocked down rather than to be like a, um, uh, like a, Captain Mark. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's just untouched. I'm like, no okay. freaking way. Bro. Yeah. No way. Okay. That makes sense. Man, I hope I don't sound sexy because I'm I'm not. I, I feel like I would have the same issue. It with... don't even. It don't matter because <laughs> even when I went in on Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
this isn't Captain Marvel. She's not this powerful. Mm-hmm. She got her ass beat by Rogue and blah, 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 blah. And I was getting called sexist. I'm like, oh. what you talking about? I say, I'm big enough. I said, Rogue is one of my favorite comic characters. Hands down. Right? Yes. <laughs> Trust and believe. That's a white woman. I will die. I'll ride for that one. Her, her <laughs> and Jean Grey. Man, low blood sugar, Green Grey. Yes. <laughs> So okay, so I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave that alone. If y'all want to call me out, that's fine. I'm gonna accept all of it. But I know what I'm thinking. I'm just not getting it out well enough. Uh, but yeah. So Kate sits down with Luke, and you know they have their regular banter back and forth, whatever. And he goes into this uh, Shuri mode where he talks to Black Panther. I mean to Batwoman, and he says the suit absorbs the kinetic energy. <laughs> This I is like, <laughs> I was like, bro. It's like, oh wait, the fact that you got hit by the truck or grazed, I'm like, she, she, grazed. Got, she got, got the her fuck. ass smacked down by that truck, dog. Like, oh. rewind is something. Yeah, but it can pick up basically part of the license plate grazed her body or something, so the, the vibration can pick up the rest of the license plate or read the rest of it sure the suit sure man sure and i'm sitting there like (laughs) let me rewind this so i can hear this correct because i don't know (laughs) i might be confused i might just be that damn stupid Uh uh-uh hold up ridiculous hold on oh that's great my word should argue otherwise i'm serious okay the suit's carbon fiber ribbing is designed to absorb any impact, so any deformation in the fire is recorded in the suit's staff. So it's originally designed to track damage caused by bullets, you know, blunt force trauma, that kind of thing. There's no reason it wouldn't pick up an impression from a car bumper. Or a license plate. Okay, uh, it's a partial, but it'll work. Yeah, so... What the hell? I, I, whatever, man. <laughs> just, that's, I heard wilder shit. Yeah. On, on the CW shows, so I ain't bugging. Yeah, I, I, I can accept this. Crazy but. stuff. Oh, man. So, yeah, there's that. So, Batwoman and, and Luke have deciphered the code. and uh, But you know what? Out of all my kind of critiques about this i'm okay because i do think that was a thoughtful way to plan out them getting to this point i even having her get hit by the car and then absorbing the suit and then discovering the license like so i'm okay with that um you know they're solving their little mystery that's cool but uh, whatever man (laughs) i just I had to rewind that like two more times i was like ain't no way what the hell did luke just say bro I don't know, fam, uh, but kudos to them. Uh, so we go back to General Hospital, and Mary is uh, treating Sophie's wound uh, where she saved her life, and uh, they they go back and forth, whatever. Sophie, this is where she's annoying the fuck out of me. Oh, you work here? Uh, you Does your dad know about this? Uh, you're working at this hospital? What the fuck is this? Like, she is clearly going to tell on Mary. You know, like she is. I, when I saw her wake up and she was like kind of in her senses, I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to sit on this girl at some point. 
I don't like, and I'm, I'm trying to be more, um, forgiving for Sophie because I'm sure there are black women like this. Like there's, I want again, we don't exist in a vacuum. We're not all the same. But Sophie is annoying as hell to me. Like I, I. And more so because I feel like she's not doing her job. Like, for somebody who's so adamant that Batwoman, Kate is Batwoman, and and that's and you're going to get hurt, and this ain't safe, or whatever else, her actions don't seem to match up with the things that she says. You've gone out of your way to be the personal bodyguard for your ex-girlfriend's sister just to get dirt on her because you're curious about what's going on. You have a whole goddamn husband who you didn't tell about, Kate, even to say we, I was friends with the boss's daughter. Like, it's a lot of her shit. To be so holier than thou, as much as she is, she's doing shit that is very much contradicting that. So, I don't know. We are, bro, it's, I want to like Sophie, but it's just the action she takes. And, or the way that she goes about things, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I yeah. Don't know, bro. Like, mm. And then Mary checked her ass too at the same time. Did did. Um, I I love me some Mary. They're doing her right. Mary and Alice, they are getting right. Um, even Luke, to understand with my critiques, he still seems consistently like whoever he is, he's consistently that person every episode. So even with my critiques. He's still the same person, so I can't even really. I forgot what I said on Twitter. Oh yeah, I call him Discount Curtis from Arrow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to, I was like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's because I like Curtis that much. Yeah. Like, man, such a dope character. I can I see that. Help. I was like, all right, man, this is a Discount Curtis. Uh huh. Well, he. I hope he improves. Well, I think what I think is from this episode, I think we're going to get him kind of doing his own thing because it seems like they set him up to kind of solve his own mystery so i'm hoping that's the case but uh we get batwoman breaking into the house of uh the i'm gonna say the punisher the executioner and it's i liked it i did i didn't see any issue with it i liked the conversation with her and luke i liked them talking about the um the canister I like them, him thinking it's a trap and her like, you know, fuck it. I got to do this shit. Like, I like that. I enjoyed them in this scene because, you know, I ain't really a fan of them together. But I did like yeah. that. So, what you thinking? <clears throat> oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like the interaction in this episode because he was like, is it, it, it may be a trap. She was like, I figure, or I think she said something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of agree with Luke. But it wasn't anything in how, like in previous episodes, how she talked down to him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything like that. So I I did like this scene between the two. Plus they weren't in the same area, so. <laughs> so that's uh, it. You know, I was all right. With it. I was okay. Yeah. Uh, so she picks up the canister and realizes she said it's, it's light. Um, she opens it and there is a flash drive in there, and she's like, "All right, well, you know, let's take this back to the Batcave." Uh, her and Luke uh, turn on, not turn on, open the files in the uh, the uh, flash drive, and then it's this man who looks like the original Hulk. What's that man's name? John Leguizamo? No, that's not it. No, 
<laughs> what the fuck? That's not uh, him. Uh, that'd be funny. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Whoa, John Leguizamo, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Take Lou Ferrigno my nerd card. Uh, my man, uh, Bill Bixby. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that dude. Yeah. He well, he looked more so like Lou Ferrigno, but yeah. Even still, yeah. This this ethnic dude. I don't know if he's Italian or if he's uh, he got a little color to him. Well, he is. I. This is the part where I was kind of against Luke, but very much for the entire scene. So this man yeah, is pretty this much. Is that, this is where I I was like, okay, this is what I was looking for from at least okay. like him speaking up for himself. I I see what you mean. Well, yeah. actually, no, I don't. I well, want to see oh, what your point was. Okay, okay. So the guy is saying like, you know, if you got this. If you um opening this file, you if you're watching this video, then you know um I've done it, I've done all this shit, whatever. So he goes into this story about what he was doing, his hand in Zine's uh pretty much the executioner, you know, kill this person, kill this person, they've done this thing, and he started investigating himself and how all the same three names kept coming back on all these reports where these people are sentenced to death, and how all of the names started looking at the same. They were black people, brown people, poor people. Um, he's, wow. He said, in 20 years, I've never killed a white guy. Um, so he started digging into their files. And I like this. It's exposition for, like, to get the, it, it fit. It wasn't just, oh, let me tell you this story about what happened. Like, it fit, it fit within the context of the story. And it was a very interesting way to give, a, it was an info dump. But it wasn't at the sacrifice. Hmm? I didn't mind it at all. This yeah. is my favorite part. Because yeah. I've seen the look on Luke's face at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, he does this and it doesn't sacrifice the show. The show doesn't um, lose because of this. So, coerce, coerce confessions <laughs> and uh, evidence planted. And so, for me, as a black person... The show has to be aware that this is very sensitive because this happens. We see it happen. Now, Kate turns to Luke and she's like, well, didn't they say that Chris, the black guy from earlier, his uh, first confession was coerced and that the murder weapon just showed up in his van? Um, the guy said, I killed innocent people. And so this means that I was the guilty one. I like all of that. So, he said they turned him into a murderer, uh, made him punish the innocent, and he wanted to do this, then the third. So, pretty much Luke is like, I'm trying to hear this fuck shit. This nigga is a killer. Fuck him. Um, you're not buying this, are you, Kate, or Batwoman? You know, this is some bullshit. For me, oh, okay, so, I'm accepting everything that Luke said. Racial profiling in Gotham and this, that, and that. I'm, I'm accepting that because he said it, and there are black people who think differently from each other. Mm -hmm. My issue, I think, is more or less with my own personal experiences. For, to me, Luke came off as the exceptional black, the Jack and Jill black, the bougie, um, in the most negative way that you could be bougie, where I get his <clears throat> concern from his father's point of view, but for somebody who's so kind of scientific and tech savvy and about security, there is 
a chance that this man is running a con. But the length that this man, the executioner, has gone to to get to this point to give you this information, albeit he has been killing people, there you can't just brush this aside like it's nothing. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. And so for him talking about, yeah, there's racial profiling in Gotham and this and that, to me he didn't speak in a way that probably the majority of black people would about this. I felt like, again, I wasn't, I, I still believed everything and I accepted it because there are black people like him. But in that moment, I was like, this is strange. It's one thing to be upset, but to act as if everything this man just said is completely a lie. But then to follow up with, oh yeah, there is racial profiling in Gotham where you're clearly one of the 1% of blacks who do not live in the hood. You are not affected negatively by the shit. That's, you actually profit from the crime in, in Gotham because of Batman who's out here running the streets is you're on the payroll for a motherfucker that's killing and throwing people into uh, Arkham. Uh, maybe not killing. That was the wrong word. But all that, the scene overall, I felt like, Luke, who actually are you? Who's in the writer's room? And if we're going to go and say that he is a person who does not believe what this man is saying. And he, why even mention racial profiling at all then? that I think right. that's the thing where I'm hung up on. Like, if you acknowledge that there is racial profiling, Luke, you went to MIT or got in, so you got to be at least 23, 24. You're old enough, It's even with the issues with your father's murder, to, I, it, it just didn't, I should, yeah. yeah. Now, because at first, I was like, oh, damn. But then that, the way that you're talking about it, the yeah. way you explain that, it's like, okay, I get it now. I understand. Yeah. The one thing that I do like about this scene, well, uh -huh. yeah, the one thing I do like about the scene was the confession. The time that he took to confess for what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Him saying three names, the same type of people, and then it just became a constant thing of the same people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, I, I looked at it in a way, I'm like, maybe that's, in like, in our reality, maybe yeah. that's how the police, the judges, and everyone else views us. I think that's what the hell it is. Maybe I'm kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm being a little extra about it, or maybe mm -hmm. I'm just putting a little conspiracy theory out there, but I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of goddamn sense. Maybe they're really looking at us as like, the same, like mm. as an assembly line. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's next. Let's accuse him of something that he really did. Mm -hmm. Let's force him into confessing to a crime that he's mm -hmm. that he has no um, affiliate with, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. affiliation with. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was like. Oh damn! And that was one of the things that I do like about the scene. But yeah. I do know. I, I I get what you're saying about Luke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed the scene, even with my kind of face turned up at Luke, but I still enjoyed it because, again, he was consistent with the way he felt. It wasn't, no, oh, I'm going to falter just because Kate says something different. But with the prison industrial complex being in full swing and have been for decades, um, I just feel like, okay, this this may even drive it home a bit further. The Luke that we've gotten consistently from episode one through five 
feels like if he is going to not agree with the video, there should have been some type of foundation laid throughout these first couple episodes. Um, because if you are working for Batman and you know that he's going out and punishing the evil and whatever, you have to be some sort of liberal minded person. Um, so it just doesn't translate for me, but I'm going to let that go. So he shouldn't have like in the first few episodes, he shouldn't have been so clumsy and, and, you yeah, know, just the way they presented him the first time around had mm-hmm. security, but he was getting his ass kicked by Magpie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Kate twisted his arm to get some information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about where Bruce was and shit like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I, I still enjoyed him. I, I mean, it made me side eye him a little bit, but I still enjoyed him. One, I guess, because he on screen. I want this man to keep getting the check. But I did like the conversation between him and Kate, which is just like, you know, one of the men that the executioner is accusing of being one of these three names is a man who was close to my family. So he got the personal tie there on top, of course, his father being murdered and on top of them having a man in custody who seems to be the murderer. And then Kate's like, man, if he's not, if this man is telling any ounce of the truth, that's not justice. And that right there did for me what I think it probably does for most people who read Batman books. Cause I like Batman, but I'm not a diehard Batman fan. But when Kate and I'm not really like this cheesy, you know, guy who's like, Oh, all right. You know, shit. I love Alice. You know, I love Javar from Aladdin. Shit. I love Scar from Lion King. So I'm, I'm not this type that's like diehard superheroes must win. Even with the Avengers, I enjoyed that whole run, but I still was like, man, whatever. But this Bruh. scene, her kind of breaking down to him, like, yeah, I get the emotional turmoil you're probably going to go through if this man is telling the truth. But we can't ignore that yeah. if any of this is true, the man you're angry at for killing your dad might not even be guilty. And that was like, oh, shit, that hit me. Right. Dang. Dang. Woo. Yeah, I see what you're saying, too, man. I always... It depends on who it is, but I always, I'm always interested in, in siding with the villain more than yeah, <laughs> especially yes. like the fact that the when all right, all right to sidetrack yeah when Marvel or, or when the MCU said they were gonna introduce Thanos to us, I was kind of scared. Okay, sorry, they about to turn us into some goofy, silly shit. And then, <laughs> Infinity War comes, and I was like, God damn. And I, bro, yeah, yeah, we all seen Infinity War. Right, yeah. We know. We know how intimidating he is. So mm-hmm. Kudos to them. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Um, I, I felt the same way. Um, They did kind of tease him at the end of certain um end credits uh, scenes, but right. once we got, regardless to what your issues may be with the movie itself, the Thanos character was a very good Broslin, Josh Broslin, right? He, uh, yeah, yeah, he did Josh, that. Josh Brolin. Brolin, yeah, with talk, white man, L Cable. He, he did that. The acting I choices. Was skeptical of that shit, man. I was like, man, I fuck <laughs> with Josh Brolin, man. But yeah. I'm like, nah, fam, this ain't gonna work. Ooh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, all right. It's the same way when I, I was kind of like that with Heath Ledger and him being casted as okay. a Joker. I was like, this shit might be whack as Okay, fun. yeah. I could see that. <laughs> that entire time watching The Dark Knight. Yeah. I ain't say a damn word. I was quiet, glued <laughs> to the screen. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, I, it's just something, you know what? I might have to do a show on like the best villains, like the top, the best. Cause this, to have people, again, even going back to Alice, on this small screen show, her, she's charismatic. She has a huge personality. The actress is doing, making choices with Alice that is just, it keeps me glued every single episode. Thanos was the same way. Regardless of how you felt about the movies, the actual acting within the movie itself was really good. It was believable. Um, for me, a show or a, a acting is done well when you can lose yourself into that story. When you can look at, um, I don't know, uh, shit, 50 Cent and watch Power and you no longer see 50 Cent. Or if you can look at, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy and see... Peter Quill and you see Quill you don't see an actor you see the character and that's what Alice does for me for this show that's what Thanos did during his on-screen that Loki oh bruh Loki oh, that's yeah. Javar if he was a white man I loved it, bruh but I digress I, just... <laughs> I don't really care for him much but that, the MCU made me love Loki, yes man. I'm collecting his series right now I think it's on issue four I, Loki is that man. I, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I don't fuck with him, man. Let me go back and look at some Loki shit. Ooh, yeah, that guy. He's uh, he's the, the villainous goat. The goat of villains. Um, yeah, so I might have to do that. A best villains episode. Um, So we get... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Before we get back into this, um, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be me. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of people. Yeah, already a lot not. of the stuff that we're viewing. I think we're trying to get some ideas ready for reviews and shit. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about it, but I'm thinking about doing one for the X Men animated you series. You already know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I only watched episode one uh, today. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm anticipating the Phoenix Saga because I hadn't watched it in so long. Yeah. So. Bruh. I, yeah. That, yeah yes. this was, I plan on hitting every single in, Wolverine and the X Men Evolutions, the animated series, uh, Pride of the X Men. Huh? X Men Evolutions on there? I believe so. I believe so. Um, okay. Yeah, I think all of them are on there. But yeah, I'll trust and believe, fam. <laughs> It's gonna be all mutants all year. Twenty twenty, uh, mutants or die. Hell, shit. Oh man. Um. So we get this man, and again, I, you know, you you said it, and I believe it. CW, this is just what they do. So, um, they, the the optics, bro. <laughs> all right, man. The optics are. Seeing this black man handcuffed, I just, I mean, I guess I'm a, I'm gonna try to overlook it, but it's hard for me. This black see, man handcuffed, go ahead, bro. I, I, I see what you're saying too. Like it was, like I said, it don't bother me much, but like I said, it's still. I'm not gonna sit here in front like it 
don't bother me. I'm like, okay, y'all trying to be open and, and more inclusive, mm-hmm. and, but y'all still going back and doing certain things to uh, present us in certain ways. This is why I always like, I get a little irritated and call out a lot of stuff. I'm like, man, I don't even, I don't believe y'all trying to be what y'all saying y'all trying to yeah. be. No, yeah, I, I agree. It's so the fact that they have him in handcuffs like that, and yeah, that like, oh, you don't have no black people on this show at all. For me, I always thought Gotham was like it was like an analog of New York, but it was a very culturally mixed place. I just as a kid, I just thought, okay, Batman is a wealthy white man, and you got Alfred, and you got all these like crib. But even I maybe because as a black it's kid, important because. In, in Batman the animated series, and not even an animated series, but from there all the way leading up to Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, it's a diverse group of people. Like, yeah. I ain't seen no black people. Get, I seen Falcone get arrested. I seen uh, some some of the mob bosses get um, mm-hmm. get they ransacked by Batman. Mm-hmm. The scene with Dark Knight Joker walked in on the criminals. Had yeah. To meet, uh, during the daytime and shit. I'm like, even though that did have a black character in there, but mm-hmm. Michael J. White, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's different. He wasn't, they weren't making him out to be this joke. Yeah. I mean, I just keep going back to there's no black people on the show. And when they are on the show, why is this the capacity that they're on the show? And I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm used to this here. We grew up watching this type of shit. I watched Friends, Mad About You, Seinfeld, and everything else, and laughed at that shit like it was the funniest shit in the world. So, Dharma and Greg, Murphy Brown, Seinfeld, (laughs) uh, Frasier, Cheers. Like, I, you know, that's so. No black folks. At all. That's informed my humor. So, I'm, I'm, whatever. I can, I can get. I can be okay without it, but it's just, it's still unfortunate. Um, so we get Alice on the phone with her sister, and she's like, well, bitch, how you get this number? You know, what the, what the fuck you talking about? Uh, and as it turns out, it's not her sister. It is a mouse. Yeah, that so. surprised me, man. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. They did that so quick. I think that's a, a a part of why it was so shocking. Because when she said, "How did you get this number?" I started thinking, "Yeah, how did you get this number?" But they they moved that scene that those moments along so quickly. I couldn't rest to think about how did you get this number. So when it came out that it was Johnny, that fucked me up. I wasn't even thinking. I I couldn't even get to him before they revealed it was him. So. And you know what? There was um. I think, I believe it was the beginning of this episode where he questioned Alice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Acting a little different. Like, you kind of, you kind of have a thing or kind of, you know, like, you, you don't want Kate to be hurt or, yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, like, when I thought about it a second time, I'm like, all right, I can kind of see him calling the phone and then mimicking Kate's voice. Yeah. Which was interesting. Um I think my my issue with Johnny is though we got him in that flashback during um Alice's origin story, I 
we I think we didn't get enough of him uh, because his obsession ultimately makes sense, but because we don't know what happened to their dad, quote unquote, um, and we don't know how Johnny got to Arkham, maybe we don't even need to really know. But it feels like I'm I'm missing something, a few scenes or something that would make this make a bit more sense. Um, because Alice is so crazy and he's so much more damaged than she is. Like, are we going to get his backstory? Like, where's his mom? How he get this guy? I think it would be, uh, they, they owe it at this point. If you introduce uh, Johnny Mouse yeah. um, at Way, and you have him be the character that kind of introduces her to Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. you have to give Johnny Mouse a backstory. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, cause, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I I do like this scene a little bit. I I was surprised because Alice is like she didn't know what to say. Right, it, she was kind of shook. She always got her shit together. So, cause so since he threw her off her game, that was like okay, this motherfucker mean business. He he's something to be um somebody to watch out for. So I did like that. And uh, he kills Ben, the person he was impersonating. Um, I thought that was funny, though. Uh, at the start of the scene, they were playing chess, yeah. checkers. And he was like, I don't want to go. And then I was like, what's she about to do to him? Yeah. <laughs> to him in a way. And then she leaned in closer, and she's like, your move. Yeah. yeah he's like, oh, no, you can win. You can, you can whatever. She's like, nah, nigga, play the fucking game. Uh, and I like, and that's another thing. Like when it comes to men, because there's no women in the Wonderland game. Alice is very dominant. She's very alpha female, alpha male, alpha personality, whatever. She's very in control. Even when she's like upset and screaming and yelling and shit, she's still very much in control. And Mouse is not letting that happen. He is, uh, he is something else, man. Um, so Rachel Maddow's character, the, the, the Gotham FM quiet storm lady, well, she's always on night or day. Like what the fuck is she doing? She never, Wendy Williams of Gotham. <laughs> she talking shit about Batwoman as usual. Um, I was, you seen her rescue a cat out of a tree. She helping psychopaths. Like she's giving this motherfucker the business. Yeah. That Bro. had me thinking cause I was like. Man, she, she got something against her. There has to be an episode where them two kind of confront each other. I hope, or at least call in and cuss her ass out or something. Don't let that There's motherfucker talk hilarious. shit to you. you Got to see like a confrontation, not even a confrontation, kind of like a like a short or a small scene, of like having Rachel Rachel Maddow yeah to her. Well, give me Whitney Houston on the phone with Wendy Williams. Give me that. But translate it to Kate and uh and Rachel shit because that's the fuck I want to see. Goddamn, uh, Joker, or my bad, Arthur Fleck went through went to uh, what's his name, Murray Franklin show mm. on the Joker. Hmm. 
Yeah. Oh no, I'm looking at the the damn episode here. Don't kill Vespa. Don't kill Vespa. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't kill her. I mean, I still like her smart mouth ass, but yeah, don't kill that motherfucker. And you know what? Even when she says shit that I don't agree with, I'm still like, we need this. You can't have everybody just agreeing with Batwoman. Um, I don't know a time in Batman comics, and I'm sure there have been, but me personally, I don't know a time where you've had people or even the media against Batman in this way. Like with Spider-Man, it's always the newspaper reports and it's J. Jonah Jameson. But I, I don't know that there's been like, like a radio host, uh, which I think works for this medium, of course, but, um, someone speaking ill about Batman or Batwoman is very different from reading about it in the paper. Like this is immediate in the 24 hour news cycle. I can say whatever the hell I want. You have to type this shit, print it up and then take it to press. I can just say this shit. So I like that. I like that. Um, so we go back to Crow shield. I don't know. Agents of shield. And, uh, Jacob is there in his men in black suit. And he's like, look at this shit. And Kate's like, fuck wrong with you nigga so they're going back and forth pretty much about alice beth um uh the issues the shit that's been going on and they get to this conversation about batwoman interfering fucking up uh credibility um uh how batman fucked up our life <clears throat> and go ahead because i'm I, i'm go ahead hey, look I'm one of the biggest Batman fans in the whole world. I get very triggered when you talk to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need Jacob to go from here yeah. to turn it down. <laughs> and keep it at a very low level. Yeah. <sighs> Shut your ass up, Jacob King. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I would be okay with him. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, well, I would be okay with him being upset at Batman if you didn't fuck up with Beth as bad as you did, like if you have did everything you could and, and, and tested the bump, like if, if in a relationship, I'm going to do everything I fucking can. So that once we break up there, you can't never say I didn't try my damn hardest. Translate that to this show. He didn't do everything that he possibly could. So to get mad at Batman, Batwoman, uh, fucking Joker or any damn body. Who the fuck are you? You ain't even did what you were supposed to do. So you That's have no leg to stand on. Literally tried to talk. You basically talked Kate into, you know, not to continue her search. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like you hate Batman for not saving your. Like, I don't see how those two kind of. I don't see how those two correlate. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And. It's, especially when Kate is telling you this is what happened. Like I've been telling you, this is your, your daughter. This is my sister. Yeah. You may have not believed me, but the very fact that I'm saying this when I've never said this about anyone before, why are we not taking this more seriously? You sent me off to Antarctica or what the fuck ever to do, whatever. While you started your other family, you got them here. Cool. But and when I come back to town and I say, Hey nigga, this chick, I think, is my twin sister. I feel like this is her. And you're like, nah, nigga, that ain't her. We're going to let science tell the truth. Like, get the Bitch. fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck Jacob. Then get your ass stabbed up. I don't, I don't know. And, and, this, then, and then, then you come to your senses, oh, it's, it's really Beth. It's really her. Wait, nigga, what, what happened to the science? Yeah, that. You know, now you're going off your gut and shit, but 
whatever, man. She them out, um, you know, Batman damn near killed our family. And this, man, fuck you. I don't, I don't know, man. You, he says that Batman brought these crazies into Gotham. And I'm thinking, what continuity do we live in? Because if I'm understanding correctly, weren't there crazies before Batman? Or at the same time, like and that's why, and that's why Gotham, the TV show, is so well respected. Because I always wondered, I'm like, damn, they made it seem like those the villains and everything showed up after he becomes Batman. But then when you watch Gotham, you see an origin of all different types of villains, mm-hmm. especially like well, not even in Gotham. Like it makes sense that. Mr. Freeze, how he became Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, Penguin. Uh, or Cobblepot, my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poison Ivy, Catwoman. It makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's why it works so well with, with Gotham. Um, even Jada Pickett's uh, character. Yeah. Fish, Fish Mooney. Yeah, man. See, I, I don't know... I don't know. They just need to get some some writers. I think like official people of Gotham fandom, of yeah. Batman fandom, or at least who know how to do research. God damn it! Uh, or the same writers who did Gotham or some shit. Something because this doesn't make any. You ideally, Jacob is older than Bruce, so you're older than Batman. So right. this villain shit should not be new to you. Hell, you started an entire security firm. Like, you did exactly what Batman did. You just went about it a different way. And I get being upset with Batman, but don't act as if he's the reason why this shit... Because if that's the case, if if they... If I'm a villain and, oh, Batman is around, so now I gotta come fuck shit up, why not just go to another city where there is no superhero, where it's easier to get this shit done? That makes no sense. Why would I go to Gotham because there's a superhero? Stupid ass. Man, Jacob is dumb. I don't like this man. Uh, <laughs> at all. He be bitching, man. And I, I okay, and like I said before, I go back and forth with Kate. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I'm eh. But I eat with her. The conversation she had with um, Luke, I, was, I, I felt for her. Um, that was enough for me to overlook that damn vibranium suit she wearing. Then this conversation with her dad, she giving him the fucking business. Like, nigga, you so upset with Batman if it weren't for him. Like, what do you... She, I love that. Like, she just... Yeah. Ruby did that this episode. You're trying to tell us his calculation was off. Mm-mm. How? It's Batman. <laughs> his calculation is never off, bro. That. But anyway, let me stop. Mm-mm, no, I'm with you, shit. Um, and then he told me he looked everywhere and held all hope for us. And I, and I know that there's no manual to parenting. So honestly, as much as I don't like Jacob, I do understand there is that level of, I want my daughter that I actually have to have somewhat of a, of a, of a normal life. But this is her twin sister who is dead and your, um, information that you're giving her hasn't even been vetted. This is just. He say, she said that somebody else didn't told you. If he had to verify that that actually was Beth, then I'd be like, okay, then, you know, tell her the search is off. But then at the same time, why are we going to stop? This is our life now. If you happen to 
get have sickle cell, you don't just change and act like nothing. You don't act like nothing has changed. You have to deal with the fact that you have sickle cell. So you need to live your life in accordance to somebody with sickle cell. That being said, Kate was never going to have a regular life after this. So to give her she that shit. No, you're right. I just, uh, Jacob is he a like and bitch. this is the same dude. Like I can't even give him the benefit of the doubt because this is the same dude in the flashback sequence when Kate was asleep holding the mask. Yeah, you yeah. tried one of the best he could to, you know, kind of quietly pull the map out of her hand. Mm-hmm. But waking her up. So no, nah, bro. He was trying to forget about it from the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck him. And I like that Kate cutting to his ass like you talking all this shit about Batman, but the the shit that you did led to the series of events that have Beth becoming Alice. And she said you didn't listen in, and you ain't gonna listen now. Like what? I, fuck him. Fuck him, Kate. You need a better daddy. Another plot point. Go ahead. Or not plot point, plot hole. 15 years. <laughs> not Kate, sorry. Beth. 15 years, death is missing. Um, You barged into that same house to look for her, and you're familiar with that location. Mm-hmm. Within that 15 years, you are able to establish Crow's security. Mm-hmm. Now, one time did it dawn on you to say, you know what? I know where she is. We're going to bust through this motherfucker and just raid and see where she is. When was Crow's security created? I don't even know because I was thinking that, okay, maybe it was created when the girls were both alive and together. But even if that's the case, that makes it even worse because you would have already had the um, measures to look for your daughter. So, no matter... We have to find out in this show's continuity, when was Crow Security made, uh, uh, you know, established? Yeah. No, yeah, for real. And that's all we have to find out. And honestly, that's two different plot holes that I done just looked at. Mm-hmm. And I hope Crisis, because we know Crisis <laughs> is in a whole different type of shambles. Yeah. I hope Crisis make this make sense or something i don't know if it doesn't i'm calling it out <laughs> no yeah for i'm with you i i agree i um as good as this show is you know no show is perfect i mean i'm sure there are yeah. some shows that may be but when you yeah, have so go ahead. a lot of shit about the show that i really do like mm-hmm. but like like i know people are complaining and they're doubling down and they're mad about the trailer, or whatever. Hell, I didn't really care for the trailer. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, well, eighty-five to ninety percent of what was in the trailer was in the first episode. Yeah. Like, all right. Cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't tripping. Yeah. Like, all right. So far, I like what I see. Yeah, it's not perfect, but damn. Yeah. Yeah. That I do want to make that be known as well for all the negative things or seemingly negative critiques, I still do enjoy this show and I would happily watch it 10, 20, 30 more episodes if it had given us this. Watch Supergirl. Yeah. Arrow has some ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front. I love Arrow. <laughs> um, I can't, re- I can never, 
I can't ever bag on Black Lightning just because this is a character that mm-hmm. that was the last character that I expected for them to introduce. Yeah. To bring to the mainstream. So the fact that they brought Black Lightning to the mainstream like that. Three seasons. I, I can say shit about it. And plus, I like, um, what's his name? Chris Williams. Oh, Connor, oh, yes. Oh, that so, motherfucker. Yeah. Woo. So I can't. Can't really talk shit because it's an all black cast. Yeah. Well, shit, we can talk shit. So make sure to check out Black Lightning Matters. It's behind this episode or before this episode in the feed. Uh, black Lightning Matters episode five. Me and Cole Jackson from uh, BYNK Radio and Government Name Fame talk the hell of shit. Uh, he keep calling me a hoe because he a hater. Uh, I appreciate the sexiness, so you're going to hear some of that shit too. So, <laughs> bruh, yes. Me and I was like, oh, that's my man from uh, that scooter from Living Single. Yep. And they said, the villain. I said, that's Crondon. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. That oh, motherfucker. Yes. He he is. Oh, that's one of my. Again, I want him and Alice to team up and do some shit. I don't know what the I don't give a fuck what, but I want them to do some I shit. I hope Crisis is as great as what they're making it out to be because I know they're supposed to bring everybody in this. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be nothing but heroes. Like, I don't... Are there any villains? Uh, um, The Anti-Monitor. Okay. Well, that, Have you that seen is. The Monitor? Nope. Bro. Spanish to me. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> uh, just, you know what? Just go to Google and type in The Monitor Arrowverse. Alright, let me do that right now. Introduce to Elseworlds. Okay. Uh, so... It's the monitor controlling everything, and then there's the anti-monitor that's working Ooh, against it. Who is this, uh, this motherfucking regal-ass black man? Oh. Mar Novu? Okay, I might have to check this out. I see you, fam. I see you. Okay, Mar- that's what's up. Alright, well, um, Sophie is weird as fuck. She, uh, finds a way to get out of the handcuffs. And hops her ass on out to the front door. Mary's like, look, man. Um, she said, would you spit on the tea on Batwoman? Uh, don't have my dad shut down my operation. Uh, Batwoman could take care of her stuff. Like, I just, Mary just, <sighs> she cut into Sophie in a way. Because <sighs> Sophie, see, here's the thing. Because that, what, episode three. In that mm-hmm. elevator, Mary's sitting there, and Sophie thinks that I guess Mary's kind of like in shock, like she doesn't know what's going on because mm-hmm. Mary's young, but Mary ain't stupid. Right. Uh, that's a lot of that's some shit to have on somebody. Yeah. So if Mary is to go back to Kate and say, "Hey, this is what Sophie thinks, or this is how Sophie's been acting mm-hmm. towards you," kind of like. All right, fuck you too, motherfucker. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think Sophie would feel some type of way. I don't think she would like that very much. Man, forget what Sophie wants. I'm sick of that. Because Mary is being a, like, a sibling. She's being very loyal to her family. She's pretty much like, you You walk around here like you are, like you're investigating and doing all this shit. You got all this tea to spill on everybody. But I see what your actions have done to my sister. She had to put a whole fucking ocean between the two of y'all just to get over the shit that y'all went through. And then she comes back 
and you fickle as hell, but then you act like the shit between y'all never happened. Not saying you got to have your head up her ass and like, oh, this is my ex. We ain't saying that. But you can't say, oh, I just want us to be friends. Get over me. I'm married now, whatever. But then attach yourself to your ex's little sister to try to get information on her. Because to me, it seems like Sophie is an obsessed ex. It seems like the Batwoman part of it all, yeah, I want to figure out if you Batwoman, but that's only because any other reason for me trying to keep tabs on you would be weird as fuck. I mean, that's already weird. But if I'm hell-bent on proving that you are Batwoman, then that's a more noble cause than just, oh, I wonder what Kate is doing. Oh, I wonder what, you know, because you, you got a husband. You married. You got your own fucking life. Bodyguard. I mean, so Sophie, man, I want to, I want to be, I want to be down, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. You, I also want more from Sophie because I, I, not, everybody needs some backstory. I don't care. I was going to say, oh, we, it's just a one hour show, but fuck that. If we're going to get these people who are so integral to the plot all the time, like Luke, like Sophie, like uh, Mary, I want more from them. What does Sophie's home life look like? For a motherfucker that in 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 um army school, whatever, uh, you talking about I'm poor and I need this, you know, you're a wealthy white woman, you can go and do whatever you want. Then let me see the home that you come from. Where are your parents? Where are your siblings? Where are your in laws? Reagan, uh, the girl that mm-hmm. Kate, uh, Reagan gave a little bit of a backstory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the camera pans into the location of where yeah, she, used she used to, to stay. Where yeah, she grew, where she used to live. So it's like, okay. So and the the backstory that I want to see the most is Mary and Catherine. Yeah, same, same. Uh, I want to know. I want to know your name, man. Mm. I do want to know. Who the fuck is her daddy? You know. But we go to City Hall or the courthouse. And some nigga, I'm assuming it's the guy who Luke said was so close to his family. He's like in his office, I think about to burn papers or some shit. When Batwoman shows up and he asks her for protection. And the executioner come in and try to kill this man. So Batwoman is fighting with him. They get to talking about some shit. And he says, which I do, I did like, for motherfucker that's, why do you trust the law so much? Then why are you in that costume? If you're so um, confident in the in the justice system, why are you wearing that suit? So, you know, that, that's a little T right there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, he makes good points. And there's this back and forth with them. And he gets away. Then they fight a little bit. Um, and homeboy gets away. As he gets away, who shows up? Well, no, no, no. Not as he gets away. We get to fight and, and Jacob shows up. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Bro. She. Dumb shit. How in the hell do you have so much disdain? towards Batman, you clearly fighting somebody else. Well, you know what? Let me not say that because that that's not a good point that I'm making. You see her and then she's reminiscing of who you hate. Yeah. Of course. 
of course you're going to try to fight or get some answers. But this, to me, was kind of silly. Yeah. And he, I don't know why they had these two fights. I I don't I don't either. Um, I, Jacob is boring. Um, I don't like having to deal with his. Again, I feel like the show wants him to be the victim. They really want us to root for him. I can't root for you in the same way I root for Kate because Kate was an innocent in this situation. You, even though you were taken advantage of by Catherine. Catherine telling you that they found the bones of your daughter should not have been enough for you to stop looking. Did you ever even hold these bones in your hands? Um, Jacob fighting Batwoman and kind of confessing his issues with the Batman, Batwoman persona. I get it, but why is it just you here? We've had a slew of crow um agents every time they're on screen why now in this moment is it just you and batwoman um i don't like jacob this is it that that, should have never happened that entire scene should have never happened Mm, well no i take that back there's parts of it that i was okay with but at the same time the fighting no Mm -hmm. i'm not at, at all yeah. I thought it was stupid. I don't know, man. Um, the executioner had like a fail safe in his heart or something. So if his heart stopped, the whole building would get locked down, which, okay. And so the room is filling up with gas. Um, and uh, Jacob and Batwoman are talking. And this science shit seemed very off. So I asked science Twitter. I said, what the fuck is this? Somebody got back to me and was like, no, this ain't how this works. Like, your heart would stop. Like, you would just die instantly. It ain't no hold your breath. But I can accept it for the sake of the show, but that was weird. Um, Kate does not have a mask over her face, so I'm trying to figure out why is she less susceptible to the gas than Jacob when they both have their mouths exposed. She's talking about... Stay woke. Talk to me. Tell me why you hate Batman. And tell me like and so and it was a, a touching scene, but it made no sense because we're both exposed. Like I don't know. I don't know. Now that scene, whatever you know, him kind of well, it looks like he's about to die or whatever. That's how it looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene was fine to me. I, I was completely okay with that. Mm-hmm. Damn. <clears throat> Having these two fight. <laughs> it took me out of episode. Okay. I, I, was, I was uninterested from that point forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what the hell was going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was necessary either. I know. Stupid. Hmm. Yeah, no, I can see that. Um, I don't think they ever should have fought anyways because now I'm getting too close to you. Um, it, even them being in the same room like that was pretty suspect. Uh, and I know that Kate is disguising her voice, but I feel like... I don't feel like... Well, maybe the disguise is that good. I don't know. I was going to say, well, it's not that good that you're not going to know 
that that's not your daughter. That that's your daughter, but that's okay. I'm I'm gonna overlook that. Um, pretty much, Jacob was like, "You're a symbol of every of the things that killed my family. You are a horrible person, and Batman is trash, and fuck y'all, and my family dead." Um, going back to how long has Jacob had the crows? I think is very important because even if you feel this way. Did you establish the crows when Batman was around? When your daughters were young? Did you establish it in response to your family being torn apart by this accident? Like, you have a security company and you are upset with Batman. But the opening of this show, episode one, leads me to believe that up until three years ago, you the GCPD and Batman were all operating in Gotham. Maybe not together, but in tandem. Y'all were all taking out bad guys or whatever. So when did this, like, when did this become a symbol of the thing that destroyed your family? Like, you, it does, that feels inauthentic. kind of annoys me now. I'm like, okay. Uh, GCPD didn't believe you when the phone call was made. Mm-hmm. That's whereabouts. You stormed inside of the house. Like, he was, de- like, he stormed in there as if he had full-on military training. Yes. He won his forever. So, apparently, I'm pretty sure prior to this, he had to be, you know, the Crows had to be established. Yeah. Already. And, oh my God, bro. Yeah, a lot of them. Another one. Fuck Jacob, uh, bitch nigga. So Jacob, whatever. We get um Rachel Maddow again talking shit. Um, Luke is looking over Lucius Fox's uh death record. I get. I don't know. Autopsy something. Um, and looking at the different people who were like associated with the with the incident, uh, the planet evidence, he's pretty much looking at all of the things that the executioner said on screen, and him and Kate discussed as well. Um, and there's that. That's touching. Whatever. Then we go to General Hospital and Batwoman. How is she constantly getting into this facility? Because I, I would ask her, like, you can't do this. I would think, she, based on how smart Mary is, yeah, it would be hard for people to even take notice of that place. But the funny part, the funny thing about it all is Wayne Enterprises is so easy to access. Fam. I hate it. Like the way, I, I can't get over the fact how Magpie broke in the way she did. Mm-hmm. How Mary mm-hmm. got to where she got to being pulled in by some random ass ball headed Mr. Clean looking dude. Yeah. And that was the only time we saw him. Yeah. This, I don't think we're ever seeing that dude again. Right. He he didn't nigga dead and gone. That was Bane. Um I don't know, man. <laughs> Mary talking to Batwoman and pretty much spilling her guts. And Mary is probably the most pure character on this show. Even over Luke. I love me some Luke, but I think Mary is just most innocent, most well-intentioned person on this show. And 
she, you know, talking to bad woman, like, look, don't fuck up my personal life. I know you ain't asked about it, but it's in shambles right now. Sophie left. She know your secret. Like, she, Mary is so, I want to meet this actress. Nicole, I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand and take a picture, goddammit. Mary is, <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, so she says, uh, uh, Sophie knows who you are. She didn't tell me, but I have the very distinct um, inclination that she's going to tell my dad. Uh, so get ready. You know, your secret's out. And then we go back to the Crow's headquarters, and I don't know. We get this audio book where uh, Kate is talking to Bruce. She wants to blame someone else. Her dad wants to blame somebody else. It's a whole emotion factory or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. They dealing with a lot of shit. But uh, she's talking about Beth and about her guilt. The guilt she feels for being just like inches away from her behind that door. And see, Kate's pain seems more believable to me than Jacob's. So there's oh, that. Yeah, she was there. She saw it happen. Man, yeah, yeah. Uh, so her and her dad are talking, and, and Jacob is a bit more um, apologetic. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to get Beth back, I swear to you. And, again, there's no handbook to parenting, so there's that. But a lot of these issues we have are created by you. It's not like she was gone and kidnapped and taken to Metropolis. Like, this is your doing. A lot of this is you, Jacob. Um, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> Period. I ain't, ain't got nothing for this motherfucker, man. Um, Kate blaming herself. And that's the other thing. Like, yeah, she blamed herself, and that's justified. Survivor's remorse and all that. But, Jacob, you, you're the reason why both your daughters are broken. Like, oh, man. Um... So there's that. We end on Alice and Mouse talking in front of like the Wayne building. And his concern is, why are you so um, determined to protect her? She's talking about, I'm saving her seat at my tea party. And he's like, it's supposed to be a seat for two. Me and you, not me, you and her. And so that that's what makes me think Beth is really still in there. Because why haven't you just killed Kate? You know, why haven't right. you just gotten rid of um, Batwoman? But now because you haven't, now Mouse knows who Batwoman is. So what does yes. that mean? Oh, my God. This can, uh, who knows? I think, I think Johnny Mouse will be the big bad. Mm-hmm. Probably like the first half of this first season. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, um, I don't know. He might be for the majority of this season. Yeah. I'll just say that. Mm. Well, he don't want to share with her. And I, and I think that's what has me very concerned or needing his backstory. Because all we got is glimpses of him in Alice's backstory from her point of view. I need to see... Why is Mouse face scarred? How did he learn he has this mimicking ability? Where's his mother? What happened to his dad? The relationship with him 
and Alice over the years, how did that develop? How did he get the Arkham? Like a lot of these things, they probably could go without telling us, and I would still enjoy the show. But because he's so hell bent on it just being him and Alice, why? Why is that? And why do you hate? Because he seems to have hate for Kate in the same way that Alice has for Mary. And that's interesting. I want to see that played out. I want to see that develop. I want to see how we got to this point right here through his eyes. So that's that. Mm, bruh. So I don't know. This is this has been interesting. Episode six, I'll be the judge or I'll be judge, I'll be jury. Um I don't know. What you thinking, man? What's your what's your overall consensus for episode six? Uh, this was decent. I, I can not as great as episode five, but I can <laughs> put this up there with episode five. I thought this was this was dope. I do like the villain. Yeah. Oh, God. But this is, to me, the problem is, it's just another one-off villain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, man. But overall, I enjoyed this episode. So who who was your favorite? Who was your MVP for episode six? For me, it was between Mary and Alice, but I think since Mouse was able to kind of shake Alice, she went that same strong, confident Alice all the way throughout, and I feel like Mary was consistently Mary. She read Sophie down. She did her job. You know, she gave the information to Batwoman, Kate, without actually knowing, so I would have to go with Mary as well, but it was a, it was a close, it was close for me. Yeah, that's, I think that's why I give her the MVP. It's, they followed up from what happened in episode three in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, shit, who, what about a least favorite? Least favorite? Uh, uh, you know what? It wasn't even a major part of the cast. I'm going to have to say it. Uh, the security guard in the warehouse. <laughs> that black guy. <laughs> not, not you, bro. Not you, Brody. But the, the way that you was written, man. Yeah. Like, Come on. Yeah, no, I get that. I get last that. <laughs> man, no, no, I, I feel that. I'm going with Jacob again. I'm sure I was mine from last week too. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Fuck that dude, man. Jacob, you suck, nigga. Because again, a lot of these problems we have is because of him. You are the reason for these problems. Even Catherine, like, yeah, she did her fucked up shit, and she, you know, explained what happened. But even her, like, you... Like, you, even, yeah, you know what? The fact... I I can't even come out and say, oh, I dislike Catherine. I'm liking her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because um, she's confessing to what she did. She's yeah. trying to get it out there as much as she can. Yeah, and... So, I guess to to let go of the guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, she's being upfront about her shit. Like, yes, it is horrible. I'm not. I'm not denying that. But 
she's getting in front of the shit that she's done at whatever cost. Because we haven't seen her with Jacob or with Mary since it's come out what she did. So, you know, I'm sure eventually we will. I don't know what that's going to look like. But so far, she has been, she's owned up to her shit. You know, she's made her mistakes or her deliberate uh, bad decisions, but she's owned up to them. So I'm going to, uh, yeah, she can't be my least favorite just yet. Like, mm-mm. Um, and then how many how many bats are you rating this out of ten bats? <laughs> I give it um, I say seven. Bruh, I just said seven. <laughs> I just said seven. Okay, seven bats. That's fair. That's fair. Just, man, damn, why did? The executioner should not be a one-off villain, bro. Mm-mm, I don't think so either. I don't think because now you got me thinking. Who the fuck is next? So is the executioner a character in the comics, or is this somebody created for the show? Yeah. So yeah, that makes it even worse. Like, why are you? Why would you then get like? <sighs> I be getting like when I get excited about a villain like that. Yeah, because I'm like. Shit, like, okay. Damn, like, I didn't think they would introduce this villain. Yeah. You know, even despite of, um, despite of what I might think of Supergirl, like, mm-hmm. let me see. It, it was a Superman villain. Uh, Red Tornado. Okay. In the first season. I'm like, oh, shit. It's Red Tornado. Um, who else has showed up where I got excited? In the Flash, they had the Thinker, and mm. yeah, he was he was the major big bad. Okay. Uh, I think season four of the Flash. Oh my god. I yeah. Mean, you know they you know, one of my favorite Flash villains, and they they stuck to it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm surprised that with uh, a network like the CW. CW has a habit of just making these one-off villains for mm-hmm. certain shows. Mm-hmm. The only shows that kind of stick with their main big bad is Arrow and Flash. Which why? Supergirl's gotten Supergirl's gotten a little better at it, but Supergirl is just terrible. Yeah. Uh, Arrow does it the best. I don't. I don't like this um, at all. Last just, season, mm. yeah, last season. Um, his arrows half sister mm-hmm. was a major villain. Mm. Okay. And they, they played that perfect. That was amazing. Yeah. Okay. But then, them doing this, man, we've already got magpie. Mm-hmm. Uh, executioner. And then they had the nerve to introduce hush. For one episode, that what the hell, like the, and you know I'm not mad at the fact that they gave us the executioner because he's a Batman villain. He's not a Batwoman villain. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I don't know, man. I just can't be taking these great villains. Yeah, I am mad because it's like they're not planning out. They're they're running into the same issue. I think the 
MCU is going to run into. You're burning through these storylines so quickly that, let's say, in the next five to ten years, you have to really push for comic books themselves to have a lot of different storylines to pull from because you're not go you're going to run out of the sources.